what it is how's it going everybody today we're gonna be reviewing samurai cop the legendary so bad it's good movie I'm, I'm just glad we're doing this. I'm sorry. I'm just real happy to be here. We're going to talk about all the things. <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, crazy, crazy scene changes, bad editing, bad audio, a dude called Samurai who don't be called Samurai. We're going to talk about all the things. So if you want to hear what we have to say, sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to The First Ones to Die. Welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. What's up? We hope you're doing great out there wherever you are. We are the first ones to die. I already said that, but hey, we're going to go with it. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with my lovely It's the curl stone, y'all. They are, it honestly. Honestly, it's a bit distracting. It was a jump scare when he came on the screen. It was a jump scare. <laughs> For those uh, who are listening to only the audio, it's really a sight to see. But I feel like it should come with one of those warnings, like on social media, when they have like the image blurred out, and you have to you have to click accept. Uh, I the feel curls like it should are be back, like that. y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like if you've uh, seen our Halloween episode, you've seen the curls before. Well, now here in 2023, you get to see the curls again, returned from 2021, <laughs> mm-hmm. back from the dead. Jerome, um, how are you doing with that full head of hair? Yeah. I'm uh, doing good. It's warm. Uh, yep. <laughs> but I'm doing all right. Uh, having a, a fun time. Uh, loving the discourse that is the Velma show. <laughs> Should we just hop into it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is not our topic for today, but but uh, it's it's topical. Uh, and, and we do like being on the on the pulse yeah, of pop culture. Yeah, if it goes too long, we'll just turn into a first ones to die talk about episode. Exactly. <laughs> just throw it off. Um, really quick, disclaimer for anybody watching the video, my computer's been glitchy all day. So it might have another moment where I just disappear. I really got to clean it out. Gotcha. <laughs> Poor little thing's uh, been overworked. Before we go into Velma, while we still got you though, Alex, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh... I'm a little a little tired because yesterday I helped wash my sister's three dogs. The corgi was cool. The samoyed was okay. The husky, oh my god, she went full husky. She just was going ow, 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 ow. literally the entire time I was. Sh- I I felt so bad. I've never felt bad before giving a pet a bath, and I felt horrible. And I was like, and people from all over the store because it was a uh, in a store with a self wash station kept checking up. Because she was so loud. Oh, to make sure she was okay. They're like, yeah, make sure she was okay. And she's just, the shower's just going on her. And it's just like, you need to chill. You need to stop doing that. So she got a quick one. <laughs> oh. That was fun. It made me sore because those dogs are surprisingly strong and move a lot. But mm-hmm. um, shall we jump into Velma? And what nonsense that is? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, before we get into that, I'll, I'll say some of the things that... Um, that I've been doing this week, uh, or rather watching. So I finished uh, Prince Harry's book. Um, I enjoyed it. Listened to the audiobook. 
It was very good. He spilled the royalty and I drank it. Um, also, in in speaking of like in in uh, theme with the the royal ness of it all, I've been watching The Prince on HBO Max, the uh, animated series. <gasps> oh, I love that show! And it's kind of great. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Um, apparently, it got canceled after one season, but yeah, it did not do well. People did not like it that much. People liked it after they found it. I don't feel like it was like. Sh- marketed it well enough because anytime i hear somebody who says they watched it they loved it they wish they knew about it mm. yeah it really good show. i i loved it uh and i've also been watching uh this competition reality show you know me um it's called the traders it's on peacock and uh it's kind of great as well it has some of my favorite people from um some of my favorite competition reality shows not favorite but it has people from some of my favorite competition reality shows it's hosted by alan cumming and uh it's pretty great i recommend it nice nice who's alan, who's alan cumming he, I know who he is, but I can't. He you played. Got, he played. Um, he played. Well, he, <laughs> it's hard not to. He, I don't have this much hair. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he played. Uh, what was his name? Uh, the the evil guy in the first Spy Kids. Ah yes. Okay. I was like, the name sounds too familiar, and I know who it is, but I don't know who it is. Floop is his name. Floop. Yeah, his name is Floop. Mm-hmm. Floop. Yes. But okay, interesting. Uh, something else I've been watching, or not have been watching, I watched was the Velma series. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, I haven't watched episodes three and four, so I don't know if it get, maybe it gets better. I watched episode three, but not four. I haven't watched episode four because. I'm not sure I want to. Yeah, audience, at the time of this recording, uh, there are only four episodes are out yet of mm-hmm. the Velma show. Uh, if you haven't heard, if you haven't seen the discourse on social media, uh, basically, a couple weeks ago, I think it was last week, maybe, uh, uh, Mindy Kaling released her animated television series, Velma, on HBO Max. Um, it's a retelling of the Scooby-Doo mysteries stories she plays velma wait 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 she says it's a retelling of the stories of scooby-doo velma centered yes <laughs> she she says, says for clarification she says um <laughs> and it has just been the series itself has just been getting slammed uh on social media yeah it's not for a myriad so of reasons but it has been renewed for a season two so, oh, has it? You know. They just announced it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, in all fairness, it is. I mean, ratings, reviews. ratings. People are talking yeah, about it. People who hate, like who who on it. Even the people who are the like, you know, the like people who are like, oh, it stars a woman, all this diversity cast. I'm not like I hate this show. Are still the people who watch it and give it the numbers to be greenlit mm-hmm. for more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I feel like some of that some. Uh, m- much, a lot of the criticism about this show is very valid, but I feel like a lot of the people with the, a lot of the racist people who have that sentiment of the, oh, this, this is hor- diversity and I hate diversity and, and this is a racist show. 
uh, are jumping on that bandwagon and are using this as an excuse to to uh, throw rocks at Mindy Kaling as well. Well, there's that, yeah. but then there's also apparently like the left hates this show too. <laughs> The there are there are a lot of people I've seen a lot of TikToks from Indian people who are like Mindy Kaling why do you always have to do this where the main character is an Indian loser and everything about her personality is how much she hates being Indian and she falls in love or with the white person or just hates everything in general like Velma don't like nothing if you go by this show she just be judging everything right <laughs> But it is true. It is. I can very much see now. I don't have that experience, so I can't like relate to it or, or speak for it. But I can very much see the trend in the Mindy Kaling series that she produces and stars in. Yeah, and I here's I I I don't think the show is awful, but I do think it takes itself a little. Like it, it reminds me a lot of She Hulk in a lot of ways but at least she hulk had the superhero thing to kind of carry it through you know um and i only say reference it reminds me of she hulk in that she hulk is very self-referential and breaks the fourth wall a lot but this show is almost too self-referential uh self-referential it's almost too literal i mean one of the first jokes in the show is when uh daphne and uh, the other girls are taught are commentating in the shower in this gratuitous nudity scene in this show about gratuitous nudity in shows. And I'm like, I get the joke. Well, speaking of I gratuitous nudity, your... Samurai Cop. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get <Got> there. <laughs> but it's just like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, or even that scene when a dad, he's like, Daphne, what do you think about half? Like, what do you think about changing the race of people's characters? And she says in the most clunky dialogue way, she tries to say it, Constance Wu, to her credit, tries to say it fast to make it, like, flow a little bit better in the joke land. But it's just clunky dialogue. And I think that's my biggest issue with the show, is that there's a lot of this self-referential, like, fourth wall breaking clunky dialogue that doesn't work because it it's too self-referential. It, it Like, it needs to be a lot more subtle, I think with this show i mean it's too late because they've already filmed the first season but if i could name one thing they could prove in the second season don't be so literal like there's some things you could kind of just let the audience notice for themselves without you having to point it out or just be like so hand-fisted with the jokes especially i think this show is just bad it (laughs) just sucks um yeah, she does do that thing where she's kind of like self-hating all the time and like the loser character and just it's really tiring to see that too with when it's women of color because we're a lot of the times when represented that way in media it's always the oh underdog or you know no self-confidence not anything and then they strive to be better and they have this whole makeover and blah 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 and it's like I need that storyline to stop. Mm-hmm. We're not all sad. Well, I am, but for different reasons. <laughs> not my self-image. And then, like, the show also is not anything to do with Scooby-Doo. None of the characters are the characters. Well, I'm willing like, to bet this show was a different show. And then Mindy Kaling, when she tried to pitch it, someone said no. So then she okay. was like, well... Actually, it's a Scooby-Doo show about Velma and her friends. 
But then you watch the show and you're like, yeah, none of them are any of their characters from the shows. They don't say the things that are in reference to their character from previous shows. Heck, they don't even commit to calling Shaggy Shaggy. Yeah, he's Norvell. <laughs> he's Norvell now. Which is, that that has always been his name. But you know we all know him as Shaggy. Come on they now. Call him, they're like, in. if you go to like cast lookings, they call him Shaggy. Which is, why are you doing that if you're not addressing him like that in the show? Because I'm sure that's going to be the last episode they're going to call him Shaggy. We're going to find out how he gets his nickname. Also, the Daphne-Velma romance feels also kind of forced, too. Oh, it definitely is. Even though I know, like, my girlfriend was saying apparently that's a thing that Scooby-Doo fans have always said. They assume Daphne and Velma should be together. But I'm like, why? Just because they're the only two women in the show? No, they should a, be there's together. A, there's, a, there's a little something there. <laughs> no, there isn't. They don't even really share scenes together. What do you mean there's something there? They don't talk women, to each other. Women can clearly tell that there's something there. <laughs> Put it there. We can see it. Um, this is definitely for us. This is like, where is this coming from? You guys are no chemistry at all. Yeah. I, the only, the only uh, Scooby Doo. Um, you know, the Scooby-Doo media that's not the main series that matters is, well, what's new Scooby-Doo and the live action movies. And Mystery Incorporated. Mystery Incorporated was honestly, I think, one of the best Scooby-Doo rendition, like modern, moderning of the show. I think they've done it in a long time. Mystery Incorporated was great. I love that show. And it did well. It got a few seasons, um, but uh, eventually it got canceled. I want to know why there hasn't been any live action or spinoff or retelling of the Jetsons. Like I could, I feel like, like it's because the Jetsons is so like the the. It's the same reason why like we haven't gotten another live action Flintstones. Period. What is the? Yeah, we you did know what get I mean? like, like multiple live action Flintstones though. Yeah, done, yeah, but I'm saying we haven't gotten anyone any new one for a yeah, while because that but model doesn't work one. anymore. You know, that model don't work anymore. Disney been the, like using their business off of that. Well, no, the new like the nuclear family model or whatever. Like, they're, they're, and they're and also they're all white. All right, if you want a Jetsons like Jetsons thing, we need them to be like black or like half black, half Hispanic, but one kid's adopted and is Asian. I'll see. And, you know what I mean? That, that, that's the only way we can get it greenlit, apparently, if you go by Velma's model. <laughs> that's the thing with Velma, because there's a lot of shows like when they're rebooted, they're, they have that forced wokeness in them. Like I talked to my mom about like Sex in the City, and we were talking about one character who's now discovering she's gay and this. I was like, but they did that in the original Sex in the City. She had that moment, and then she's like, no, it's not working for me. But all of a sudden, she has this, like, revelation, like, later on. I was like, no. She already had this, like, thing. Why all of a sudden, again, is it coming? And that's what Velma reminds me of, but in a whole show. Because the new reboots will have, like, that epi- have, like, a singular episode of wokeness, you know? Where they're, like, mm-hmm. this whole episode is just dedicated to, like, we believe, blah, blah, blah. And Velma is all that. That is everything Velma is, and it's like none of these situations. Let's say Scooby Doo is real. None of these situations would ever happen in a normal setting. 
how like even Scooby-Doo, the original cartoon, was mainly about like evil corporations trying to like take things down. And like, yeah, it's that's true. relatable. <laughs> it's always the man in the mask is somebody who's trying to run down the amusement park or put the movie theater out of business. So like <laughs> that is like it gave some weirdly like, all right. And that's also a nice subtle way too to show a life lesson. Don't trust corporations. That's what True. Scooby-Doo taught me. I'd like to see a Jetsons live action film. Especially now. I feel like they could do some cool stuff. They could with uh, some CG. Mm-hmm. It's set in 2063. Oh, so we're approaching. We're close. Well, we're, not, we're we're close not, years from I now. mean, closer than we were, but like. Well, we're close to the apocalypse. Because it was probably 100 years after it first came out, right? Probably came out in 1963. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So it's probably a hundred years. But uh, I still uh, believe in my theory that the Flintstones and Jetsons takes place in the same time period. It's just the Flintstones, what's happening on the earth and Jetsons is what's happening in the sky. Cause you know, the, the Flintstones are the undesirables and it's why the dinosaurs. Can talk. There They're was a crossover episode experiment. once. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wasn't but that was, episode? it was that the Flintstones went in time to oh, meet the Jetsons. So doesn't that break your theory then? I don't care what the show <laughs> says. This is the reality. <laughs> The curls have spoken. Uh, Well, uh, going off the topic (laughs) of Velma, uh, speaking of bad media, (laughs) Samurai Cop. All right. Well, we we were uh, forced to watch. The curls are in honor of, uh, if you couldn't tell, by the way. (laughs) Yes. Honor. Is that what we're going to... Listen, listen, you, put a, that word to that you movie don't get to say that, Miss Sharknado fan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you cannot. Sharknado and Samurai. Like, That's because Sharknado there was not thinks anyone. it's a so bad it's good movie. This is what a real it so is. bad it's good movie is. <laughs> that no, is. Sharknado's trying to be bad. This movie thinks it's the best thing since no, sliced the bread. First Sharknado, They're just like, the first Sharknado. You're like, talking about the, the sequels. <laughs> You're talking about the sequels of Sharknado. The original Sharknado was terrible, and I loved it, and it's great. And the second <laughs> Sharknado, he gets chainsaws, and it's even better. But this was such bad editing, such bad acting, and <laughs> spoiler alert, he actually doesn't use a samurai sword. Yes, he does at it's the end. Not at the end. Yeah. And then also, most of the times, this is what I found hilarious about this movie, is that every single time he's ready to, like, fight somebody, you know, with his hands, they just shoot the guy. Yeah, because they have guns. <laughs> Why the fuck did they bring him then? What is Jerome, his point? you sound like you're trying to justify this movie. No, I'm saying that's what makes it so funny to me, is I'm like, they, they, you have guns. What is there's a, there's a scene where he literally drops his gun to fight somebody. And it's just like, and Frank just shoots him because he's like, yeah, I have a pistol. What is wrong with you? So, That's the whole movie, though. What, so if, he's pointless. If you if you are lost and you've never seen Samurai Cop, um, talking to the audience, uh, Samurai <laughs> Cop tells the story of Joe Marshall and Frank Washington, who are two tenacious police detectives who seek at all costs to stop the katana. A renegade Yakuza gang composed of violent and sadistic killers who want to leave the drug trade in Los Angeles. That's right. The Katana gang. A, it, you know they're Japanese because they're the Katana gang. 
<laughs> it is a direct-to-video action film from 1991, which has attained a cult following since its release. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can see why. <laughs> we were forced. We were forced by Jerome to watch this. <laughs> and Alex, continue like with your thoughts. You see his ass so many times in the film. <laughs> For real, he's got yeah. such a white ass. Listen, they gotta make they gotta job. balance it out with all the titties in this movie because there's okay. just so much gratuitous. Okay. There's okay. a lot that of was, nudity. That was when I when I was thinking of okay, what if I had to describe this movie in one sentence? It would be softcore porn with yes. action sequences sprinkled in <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> That's not all even. It was. No, but here's the thing, Jonathan. Not even because at least softcore porn is arousing. These are the worst sex scenes I have ever seen in my entire life. And, and you know what the thing is? <laughs> I was about to watch this movie on my lunch break at work in the break room. No. I was not warned that it would just all of a sudden cut. To be fair, to you didn't s- warn me that Serial Mom has so much nudity in it either. So. Serial Mom actually was more surprising. Like, some of these movies, like, all right, there's going to definitely be a naked woman most of the time. Serial Mom was surprising when, like, all of a sudden a naked person popped up. But no, this movie, like, there was a close-up on that man's ass at one point. Like, straight up as he's walking into the bedroom with a woman, it's just, like, there, like, front center on screen. And it's like, thank God it wasn't in the theaters. <laughs> That would have been terrible to see in a in a giant cinema. I I would have I love this film so much. It's so bad. <laughs> Other than like you, you is have, it just because it's bad that you like it, or like it's a yeah? Is there any like, other quality? Are, this is in the same realm as stuff like The Room or Birdemic, where it's these are movie like that's why I'm like Bird I respect Demic? the first yeah, oh. Yeah. No, oh, never mind. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. No, I don't want to know. But it's like there's these that, like you know, I mean, like they're like, I, I think that Sharknado, for all its faults, Will you leave my movie alone. <laughs> Listen, for Sharknado, for all its faults, is still a capable movie. Like it still has proper lighting. It still has. Like at least some budget for CG. The character they shot it with sound. You know what I mean? Like it there's like yes, the plot might not be as like coherent, but for the most part, like they had enough the budget to plot. make a pretty okay solid movie. What do you mean the plot is so it is coherent. It's very simple. It is actually Sharknado is actually a very simple this plot. Was like no, this is a simple Shark- plot. It's just cops trying to stop a game. Really? Is it- <laughs> yeah, but they're it's not really because they bring in this guy who speaks Japanese. He's trained from all these masters, and then they don't use him at all. No, they he's use just him. hanging around. The he goes one around guy. and he shoots things. Sometimes he punches things. And most of the time, he just has sex with women, you know. He but really you know, he thinks it's his, it's his, it's his partner that keeps shooting people because he will like just want. I'm gonna fight him, and the guy's like, "No, no, we have shit to do, man." And then he shoots him, and then they cut to a scene. Either it's somebody sleeping with somebody, or it's like the chief yelling at them, or the captain yelling at them. I, but this is another. Like, big part I love of this, this movie because this movie is clearly like the. 
the spirit of like true creatives where it's just they don't care they're like and not that he did like the director didn't care care as in like they he was just like ah, i'll just point stuff in the direction but rather just like i don't care if it doesn't look as good as the movies i've seen on tv i want to make a movie so i'm gonna do that and then you watch it and you're just like Oh, this is uh, it, like it's, it's no different than when you watch like old home videos you made when you were a kid, and you're like, you know, like especially for our generation because I like the you know the newest generation, all of their home movies are gonna still be in HD. But for us, it's like we remember the old VHS tape, like of your when you were little, and you and it just looks silly and ridiculous to look back at now. And that's how I feel when I watch these movies that are made this way, where it's like. I respect the hustle. I respect the dedication to just get it done in the first place. At the same time, though, it is still hilarious to me, like how bad it, the final product is that came together. You at the beginning, you hit all uh, the points that I was going to say about all of just the technical things with the movie, the sound, the music. The random cuts, especially the, that action sequence when he leaves the like uh, the like investigation room, and then immediately, and meanwhile in the bedroom of the bad guy, this girl's taking her whole robe off, and it's like, I'm sorry, we're in the middle of an action sequence. Why are we here? <laughs> and what literally? <laughs> there would be points where. It sounded like people were talking into the mic like this. Like it sounded okay. oh, yeah. so like here's, the here's, audio sounded I, I honestly like this. I have an answer to that one. So the director, uh, Amir Chavron or Shavon, um, when he made this movie, he filmed it with no sound. They couldn't afford that. So it was everything was filmed with no sound and in single takes. And so you had to ADR it, you know, like you do in normal movies. However, he couldn't get the people who were playing a lot of the bit roles to come back. He could only get like the main cast. So like, you know, the dude playing Joe and Frank, Peggy, them. He couldn't get everybody else. So he did all of the rest of the voices himself and used audio mixing and mixing tricks to make himself sound like different people. That's why you remember that scene when uh, the bad guys leaving the, the hospital and everyone's like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Let me talk to you. Hey, wait a minute. That's him yeah. <laughs> trying to do different voices. <laughs> he do all the screaming sounds too because probably one none yeah, of the screams matched up. Yeah, I laughed. I up. laughed at some of those, especially the one at the beginning where the guy falls out of the van. I think the black dude he falls out the van <laughs> and he's like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought uh, when I saw that scene? I was like, man. Like, he got run over. I'm like, but Taylor Swift got run over worse. So they really showed for her. I'm like, they Amsterdam showed nothing. Comment. For everything they That's showed, because, yeah. Listen, I was like, the for everything they showed the in this film, tires. they didn't. <laughs> they, like, murdered Taylor Swift in Amsterdam. Uh, well, the mo- Amsterdam, the movie. I f- feel like I need to clarify that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but all of a sudden, it's like, oh, no. And then he's out already from under the car. And I don't even think they edit it. Or had it where the car went over a speed bump or something, so it looked like they hit the body. All of a sudden, they're like, oh no, we ran him over. 
I um, love the opening of this with the chase because they get out the car to look at the van and see them get in it, then get back in the car, then pull around and then get out the car again to do a click stakeout only to watch them then get back in the van to leave and, hit, and then at the marina and then get back in the car. I was like, what are you doing? Are we arresting them or not? I, I'm, I'm was the reading... helicopter watching them? Oh, sorry. Oh, right. sorry. I was just gonna say I'm I'm reading the Wikipedia article for this. <laughs> when actor Hannon, the the lead guy, had considered shooting to be finished, he had cut his hair short, only to be told that further shooting was to be done. Director Shervin obtained a lady's wig for the actor, which can be seen in several close up shots throughout yep. the film. There's multiple oh. scenes where he has like a woman's women's haircut. That, that yeah. was those were reshoots, and sometimes when they wanted to differentiate it, they'd make him. You know the scenes where he wore a hat with his hair. That was the wig. The hat is just keeping the wig down. <laughs> also, also, lead actor Hannon stated that he and several other actors became frustrated with the dialogue in the film, while also expressing frustration at the lack of multiple takes. Hannon admitted to intentionally ruining takes to his frustration, <laughs> due to his frustration, assuming that Shervon would not put them in the film, but these takes ended up in the film. <laughs> that is They're not going to do that. They did He's it. like, I wish he, you he were really like, oh, you think I'm not, he thinks I'm not going to put these in the film. Mother, <laughs> put that in the film. <laughs> he really like, they were like, fuck around, find out. <laughs> I, just everything, everything, I, about this i hated it i hated watching it i get you love it because it was so bad but i hated it so much <laughs> and just like i was like what the fuck is going on what am i watching uh um, you know actors also wore their own clothes and drove their own cars now here's the thing i actually have done that uh filming well, yeah. stuff well, i've worn my own you clothes a student and... film or like yeah. you are not you were not this isn't it's, it's you're, you're not getting released on a national scale oh yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> and yet, i've done least. that too yeah, like, I've, like i've i've worn my own i've worn my own clothes for shoots but i've never done anything that's like direct to video <laughs> yeah i was a zombie in a student film it was my <laughs> own clothes that's that's cool i'd like but yeah this was like seen i don't know if it was a national global is it everywhere uh, I think it's only really national, um, but you could probably, you know, find like a random VHS and or then, DVD that's somewhere. And now that's on Tubi, technically it is international now. It's on the internet. And you know what's crazy that I found when looking up facts about this film, doing a little research, trying to figure out like what the fuck was going on, because uh, like part of my brain like also left trying to watch this movie. <laughs> like it stopped paying attention and I actually had to go back a like. 10 minutes because I I had stopped watching it completely and all of a sudden I was like I feel like I missed something because <laughs> I have no idea why they're at where they're at now what's going on mm-hmm. um they made a samurai cop too yeah oh yeah I, why I would, seen why the sequel saying, yet. oh yeah like I knew but that because <laughs> why, why would you not make a sequel to this masterpiece are you kidding me they're right all of them have gotten sequels birdemic 2 that's real I don't want to know what that is, but I want to ask, but I'm not going to. This movie was insane. Just imagine Um, Alfred Hitchcock's Hitchcock's The Birds, but bad. Like, 
like really bad. <laughs> Fun fact: birds is the reason I have a small phobia of birds. <laughs> yeah, don't let don't let your children watch that. That that'll mess them up. I um, I love like also Frank. I, Frank's feels like his whole role was just for everyone around him to say shut up to him. Cause like when the worst the like his jokes were just so bad, especially the like he's like man he gonna burn my ass charcoal black yeah it is black shut it's like shut the hell up Frank <laughs> shut up <laughs> or that time when he's like why'd you go under the gate cause I'm an undercover cop uh-huh. it's like it's like I just want to shoot you right now i have the gun i could do it no one would know i could just tell them that it was an accident and the bad guys did it because god damn it they really made him the stereotypic black cop in the 70s like those movies you see that have like the 70s show or something like they're like oh they're exaggerating you know but then you watch a movie like this and you're like oh no they they did that they had just that one cop making jokes and he, of course, he's like the black cop in the background. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it does exist. There is an actual film with this type of character. He's just so bad and dumb. the The worst scene though is when he gets interrogated. It, they're just like, "Tell us where the Sarah cop is, or we'll cut this black gift off." I'm like, I "Black know. gift? I, what?" I, <laughs> I was like, I was so uncomfortable at that line. <laughs> My goodness. I was like, who the hell wrote this? And also, if that if this was a real scenario, why would you describe it that way? <laughs> I feel like if I was you the know, other kidnapper, I'd be like, hey, bro, hold on real quick. Tom, what was that? <laughs> Maybe I heard what you said. You know, he's appreciating it. You know, he's like, hey, this isn't a bad looking one. It should should show my appreciation. It is a gift. Also, I love that he's that he gets them like they're like they're in like Looney Tunes or something where he's like, yeah, well, the address is over there in that closet right there. I'm not seeing nothing. Yeah, because it's almost like it's a closet. Why would he have the address information? And he didn't like look through like pockets or anything. He was like just shifting. I think there was a few clothes in there and he was just shifting through it like, oh yeah, the phone number or the address is going to be taped to the back of the closet wall, so I need to like move everything and go in deeper and it's like check like maybe like pretend to at least check the pockets or something. Like, he look did, for a he box. checked a few pockets, but it was just like, because you know also, they were taking oh, forever right. for the scene to end <laughs> so that he could grab his gun and everything. Uh Peggy. Some when oh go ahead (laughs) no go ahead what were you gonna say oh I was just gonna say some like the some of the special effects like when people would get (laughs) limbs cut off or or the head when they cut the head off of um of the guy who got burned that scene and you can clearly tell that that head was like made of styrofoam or something at least use like a watermelon something heavy something yeah you was like, like here take this it. paper mache head here right. <laughs> get a mannequin head and like fill it up with water or something water blue something you don't have a bounce how about the fact that she that scene alone i laughed so hard because i forgot about that scene she rolls him in and like at first I was like, oh, she's gonna do it. Okay, cool, whatever. Then she folds back the sheet and he just tucks out 
from the thing with his big self. Oh, yeah. He's like, this I, man is like six that. foot four, like 300 something pounds, just tucked into this little basket, waiting to pop out. I assume, like, yeah, she's like, okay, she has like a weapon in there or something, or she's hiding something. Although, so, by the way, oh, I'm taking out the trench, and there's just a trash, and I'm there's just a linen cover over everything. Nobody notices. And she also had a normal trash can, by the way. It wasn't like a trash can. A trash bin. You, uh, yeah, like Stodio was working with or anything like that. It was what you see in the corner of an office or something. So she just, like, she grabbed a trash bin on her way in and was like, this will work. Nobody will notice. Especially because, <laughs> did. like, my thing is he cuts the head off. And first of all, he's got a, like, it's, uh, I guess, uh, a katana blade or katana blade, whatever. And this man is cutting, like, he's cutting into a steak. I'm like, it's a blade, just one swipe. <laughs> he's just like, let me just take my time. Maybe <laughs> he forgot to sharpen it. He was like, oh, man, I'm in dull. a rush. I gotta do this. <laughs> it's a little dull. We'll just, we'll just cut it through. I think they used all their budget on the blood, the amount of blood in that scene. That's where their whole budget went. Just to the blood in that scene. Because you didn't see really that much blood everywhere else, but just that one scene everywhere. My question. They're like, oh shit, we use all our blood. Why didn't he just walk in? They don't know what you look like or who you are. Why did she have to roll him in? Well, she didn't need to roll him in at all. But they said, don't let anybody in or out. They let her in. Because <laughs> she was changing the trash. Which, okay, by the way, it does all not he had take to do that was long. also just be like, I'm taking the trash out and rolling in there. <laughs> it was only really needed one of them. But also, she they were in there for a while. Maybe like a, like that was a solid 20 minutes cutting his head off. <laughs> you don't notice that the trash person is taking 20 minutes to change out one bin? That whole hospital scene too, because I remember like the 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 first scene before is they're at the police station having a good time. Then the captain pumps up, "Hey, you two, in my office!" And then he goes to his office, and you're like, "Oh man, they're about to get it now." Cut to, "All right, we're at the hospital." I'm like, what? "Okay, did y'all did you go to his office? What what happened?" And if you look and you pay attention to the hospital, you just look around. That's clearly an office building. Oh yeah, absolutely. Those are all. That's, <laughs> that's a whole office a building. And like, you know what tells you that it's an office building? Not a single nurse is wearing scrums. <laughs> Not well, one. Also, the, the hallway is carpeted. It's got these like yellow walls going on. It looks like an office hallway. And then you go into the room and you're like. There's no windows or anything. This was a solid, like, they. I bet he's even lying on the desk. I don't think they removed the desk. They just slid it up closer to the wall, put some pillows up, and they're like, it's a bed now. We're good. It's a hospital bed. <laughs> the, the captain, you mentioned the captain, Jerome. The captain, I felt like he was the best actor out of everyone. See, it was, for like me, was it was the captain attack. and the dude who played um, uh, Preacher, the other cop, whose, like, wife gets killed. I was like, why are y'all the only ones trying <laughs> Everybody else didn't get the memo. You're the job. only ones who are given a damn <laughs> about this script and doing a good performance. But even then, the captain's kind of one note. All he has to do is scream. Although, I think there's a couple times in here where they did not, like, they should have cut 
Because remember, like, there's that scene where the captain gives them the riot act, and then Frank kisses him on the forehead, and he's like, "Ah, you get back oh, here!" Yeah, and then he laughs and he's angry, afterwards, and then he smiles. I was like, "Yeah," because they're supposed to cut the scene. <laughs> you, so you think? I thought that was I thought that was a choice. Yeah, of I thought his. that was. I don't think that was intentional. Yeah, I was like, I think oh, they just that, didn't, was that was the but whole you, take, and they didn't think? cut it. They only cut out the that part would that be, said, cut. that would be wild. <laughs> that would be wild if. If the scene had ended, so he was like, okay, yeah, I'm breaking character now. Hey, and they left that in the movie. <laughs> I mean, would you would you be surprised? I thought, would no. you be surprised? <laughs> well, no, but at the same time, it kind of fit because it was like, ah, I'm angry, but I love these boys. <laughs> like, you know, like there's I love multiple these boys. times They're where ridiculous. people flub their lives. I yell because I care. <laughs> you yell because you care. <laughs> There's there's both times people flub their lines and they what? just leave it in because that was the only take. There was only it was the only one they had. Uh, I there was just I can't get over the fact that they were like we're gonna fight and then they just get shot. That's what's so that was like <laughs> the favorite thing about this movie was because he was they brought in the specialist who was trained by masters and he can like. Do Apparently speaks all fluent these Japanese. Styles. And not once, yeah, and not once are his skills used. And the captain's like, I should have left you in San Diego. He's like, yeah, you should have. He's like, what the fuck am I doing up here? And it's like, what are you doing up here? Banging these babes. No to be up here. What do you mean, what am I doing up here? You see what it is. Although, you don't have to work hard for Peggy. Peggy will literally sleep with anybody and everybody as long as they are a man and in the vicinity, <laughs> in the immediate within a ten mile radius. Because which, Peggy's which, the oh, only Peggy female cop, cop in the entire. Well, that's not true. There was another one, but she was in the background. She don't count. <laughs> She's the only female yeah, on she the didn't force. Say it lying. She was always making jokes where you could picture her face afterwards looking like this. Well, yeah. because every time all her jokes are, hey, let's have sex. <laughs> and it gets to a point where you're like, I don't think you're joking anymore, Peggy. I feel like you are just out here smashing everything. <laughs> yeah, to each their own, you know, if that as long as everything's consensual. I mean, I exactly. guess that's true. But also, yeah. It's just a fact of but like. But also don't the- like. <laughs> Go ahead. They like she kept doing that. Also, I was just thinking when they were in the helicopter and she was doing that. I'm like, you know, everybody, everybody can hear you. Probably people who are at the station, who's the air marshal, or like an air marshal who's you know making sure helicopter stays regulated. Like all these people are just listening to you, basically. Like you're coming over to my house tonight, right? We're gonna fool around because like I have that in my planner. No, see, that sounds sure normal. There, what they said did Does not it? sound normal. Of Just to like, yeah, make sure it's warm and ready. Oh, it's warm and ready. All right, cool. <laughs> and then he looks at Frank like, 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 almost like he's saying, she always keeps it warm and ready. It's just like, yeah, thanks, man. I didn't need to know that. I'm here to arrest bad guys. That, I was already done with the love scenes throughout the whole movie. But that last one just oh put it over God. the top. Him Why and- was it 20 minutes long? It's so long. Why? I was prepared for the camera to shift over and you just see a person, the synth man, just like out here, just just playing keys. 
at least the, the only good thing I'll give it is that it didn't it wasn't a jump scare like all of the other ones were jump scares they were just all of a sudden they would just cut to the love making scene this one yeah. this right this one actually gave you a little bit of what they would consider context in the realm of this film um and it it, it, it kind of you know it warmed you up to it but that being said it was far too long yeah, it's a, re- it's a little also ironic that they went to church beforehand. <laughs> no, They're she like, went to church. to church. He didn't go. He, he just showed. I, I am fully convinced he did not step inside that building. He showed up with a suit. <laughs> and like I was waiting outside because he is a total stalker. This man literally. And that's one of the scenes he was actually wearing his uh, wearing his hat too. I remember that. Yeah. So he that's when he was wearing his uh, woman's wig. This man literally tells this girl, hey, I got something to show you. I got some questioning to do. And then brings her to his house. And then it's just like, I'm like, you just kidnapped this woman under false pretenses. That's what you did. You used your badge to kidnap a person. And she even points out, this isn't the police station. Of course it's that. What You're point? Still was, what was that? Yeah, you could have figured that, that out when you pulled up to the <laughs> to, a house. to the residence to the not even just to the house <laughs> to the neighborhood. <laughs> Perhaps the place like, when y'all around the corner. The precinct, <laughs> when y'all passed the precinct, you should have been like, "Wait, you you should have made a turn right." There. <laughs> then it become a horror now, movie. Was it the precinct or was it the was it the hospital? Who knows? They quite look similar. <laughs> um, I want to know why the music they used for the bad guys was bootleg Jaws theme music. Did you notice that? <laughs> kind of, yes. <laughs> I did it. Oh, my God. The I bad guys in this are the that. best part, especially that fight scene he has with the dude who's like, uh, who he chases through the house, who jumps out the window, which by the way, he jumps through the window. Like the door is literally right next to the window. <laughs> he could have just walked out. They did. They're like, we paid for this window. You're going to jump through it. I don't care. <laughs> Are we paid for this window to break? We're breaking it. But he jumps through the window. Then he goes out and there's this clear, it's clearly cactuses. Clearly. And then Joe runs into him. He's like, all right, let's fight. Then it cuts back. They are in a completely different location. They go to three different locations in this fight scene alone. (laughs) It's all supposed to take place at the same time. I feel like they got like the actual cops came by and were like, you guys have to move along. You can't can't do this here. (laughs) Do it somewhere else. Go. I feel like that's what occurred. The actual cops came and were like, you can't be filming here. Like, Go ahead and go. Do it somewhere else. There's a lot of cactuses. This is actually very dangerous. <laughs> That's why suddenly they were in like what looked like a field off an off ramp. For real. Like driving through California, if you go like far down enough. One was you clearly just see a the beach. Desert land, that's what it looked like. They just were like Yeah. It wasn't even like subtle changes. They were just like it's not even like, okay, this is close enough, or like, all right, this is similar. They went to vastly different locations, and it was like, "Are you? You're not even like." I feel like at that point, y'all weren't even trying, sir. This is chilly. The cactuses are just for decoration. Please get down. Yeah. (laughs) Even that, at least there were cactuses around. 
All right. There was a cactus. It started that way. It can end that way with, you know, the paper ones. It's cool. But like, yeah, they. I felt like at that point they were like, we just need this scene. We keep getting kicked out of these locations. <laughs> I don't care anymore. We'll finish it. We'll finish it in a warehouse. Funny enough. Nobody's going to question how we got there. The guy who's in that fight scene, he's fighting the Asian guy. He was the stunt coordinator for the movie because he's an actual martial artist. And uh, they couldn't afford to give them actual stunt training. So he did a lot of it on the fly, like 15 minutes before the some like some of it. Some of it they just did amongst themselves. But like he did a lot of the stunt coordination, like just before they filmed the scene to show them like some moves and stuff. I believe that. <laughs> uh, going back to the dialogue, one of my favorite scenes is when um, the bad guys are talking at the one guy's house. And he's like, oh, they call him Samurai Cop. But who is the real samurai? And the guy's like, I will get Samurai Cop. And I will show him who the real samurai is. I am the samurai. It's like, why are you saying the word samurai so much? <laughs> what is the point of it? it? They were like, I am the samurai. The samurai what? What are you? You just keep saying you're the samurai. Which I, I love the That's scene when they're facing the main bad guy and he's got Jennifer captured. And then he just like, throw, he's like, uh, like, put your guns down. He's not going to shoot us. Like, uh, <laughs> and then they, and they put they their heard. guns down and he's like, you guys are idiots. And then he's about to shoot them. I'm like, yeah, it's almost like he has a gun <laughs> and he's the bad guy. Joe, you're so stupid. They were all stupid in this movie. They all made horrible, horrible decisions. I don't think one of them actually made a good choice. Like, I don't think there was one where I was like, yeah, hey, okay. Like, you could, there's no second where you feel like you're rooting for somebody. I feel like this is all just like, you're an idiot. You keep making a bad choice. How about the girl who, like, when uh, Joe is doing his investigation at that, I don't even know what it is anymore. I think it was like looking at, like, photos or something and the girls at the desk and they're like where's the cop looking at the stuff and she's like i think he's upstairs then she's like oh they might be bad guys let me hit this very visible ass silent alarm that's on the wall <laughs> no it was a doorbell it was a doorbell regardless that's <laughs> like, fair they she can clearly like see this. you and they all have guns <laughs> <laughs> That's also kind of weird that she like alerted them. She's like, oh, I, they need to know. That's another scene where he was wearing the hat. I remember yes, that too. Yes, he was wearing the hat. Because <laughs> I remember thinking, I was like, why does he have a hat on? What? What? It, it makes he. It makes his hair look poofy at the bottom. That's because it was a to- It was a wig. It was like, and I, yeah. So that actually makes sense. Because a couple times I was like, why is his hair so poofy? It was like long and pretty. That well, samurai pretty, scene at the end. I feel like he felt it pretty. Oh, sorry. You. <laughs> No, you're good. I was just rambling. <laughs> I mean, you might have. You might have felt fashionable. I feel fashionable. <laughs> My wig on. <laughs> All I can stare is when they start bouncing, and I'm just like, yeah. "What the girls?" It is hypnotic. <laughs> yeah, like Jerome. Mo- like you don't notice somebody moves a lot until there's something that moves with them, and like you, you, you shift a lot, and so do I. I move a lot too, but like. I'm watching the bouncing of the curls 
more than I'm like paying attention to your movements because I see them. I it's it's a different kind of movement I'm now seeing on the camera. Like don't remember, like I move too, but my hair is flat. So the well, it's flat right now. The only other what one that there? I was like, well, what about the samurai? Oh, like, well, just that samurai scene at the end when they're like, he's like, we have to use our samurai swords, and so they <laughs> use their swords, and then they're miles away from each other. I'm like, I'm sorry, are y'all gonna get closer? Yeah, we gotta do the stunt sword stuff first to like, to get closer. And they just keep doing that. I was like, if y'all don't just get together and start fighting for God's sake, get together. Why are you so I far mean, away from each other? They could have made like, Foam ones. I mean, was a dollar store around during that time? Oh yeah, nineteen ninety one. Ones or yes. <laughs> I. Oh my god, that's right. It was nineteen ninety one. I keep thinking it was like a seventies film. That's the year I was born. It feels I like feel it. old. It feels I, like it, it. It would be a seventies. It has the editing style of a seventies film. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch the stunt man Maybe, in the from the burn stunt? Well, I figured I figured that was a stunt man that they just no. no I mean, but they, they, what there's a, there's a shot when there's a different person. No, it's well, yeah, it's supposed to be the Hispanic guy that you know was in the car when they were driving, and but then you know they put the stunt man in his clothes, you know, to do the burn stunt. But then there's the scene where they put him out with the fire extinguisher and everything in the blanket, and then the stunt man is still the stunt man. It's not. <laughs> the spinning guy so he looks up at the camera <laughs> and it's like uh and so every like the every scene they kept being like yeah he burned his lips off I'm like are you sure because last time I checked he was a white man five seconds ago <laughs> and he was pretty okay you know I mean Which, I was his mad head at everything. the guy on fire I was so mad at the guy on fire because haven't you ever heard of stop drop and roll he was standing <laughs> up flailing his arms for a solid 15, 20 seconds. <laughs> Did he catch on fire again? I really don't recall. Because the van exploded. Why? I don't oh, know. That's right. I guess that, you know, they're like, oh, well, yeah, how else do you drive a van? What, you don't put the fuel on the outside <laughs> of the car? Most, cars expl- Most of the cars in movies always explode, and it's like, that's not how that works. If cars were really that, like, sensitive to explosion, we shouldn't be driving them <laughs> whatsoever. Like, you get into a, like, a fender bender and it's like well the car exploded that's what happened uh okay that's right the van well it didn't really explode explode it had a baby explosion yo I think that's what i don't really call it the be- they still have to give the deposit back <laughs> <laughs> what for the rented car that exploded yes they were trying to figure out a way to still get the deposit yeah, because clear that the the van isn't what exploded. They did an explosion away from the van. That's why they filmed it at a certain angle. And it wasn't even a good angle still. <laughs> Talk about bad angles. When the dude has Jennifer at gunpoint and he's like, put your guns down. I'm like, why? Because there's a big ass statue blocking the, sh- the subject of the shot. We can't even see that you have this girl in <laughs> at gunpoint. And then Frank's dumb self, like he's about to come around the corner because all he can see is whatever. Then Frank calls out, hey, don't move. No, Frank, just be quiet. You could have shot him the second he came around the corner. He didn't see you because you were on the steps. 
What is wrong? You are the worst cops in LA ever. <laughs> the worst. They were, yeah. They were, it was just, this, I can't, I hated it. I hated you for a second while I was watching it. I was like, this man was like, we're going to watch it. And I'm like, all right, can't be that bad. Like, there's bad films. Like, I love watching really terrible horror films that have the weirdest names, like Bride of the Scarecrow. I watched that. That was awful. That was awful. I thought you um, just made that title up for a second, but it sounded like it, it is was, on Amazon like it Prime. Real. It is on all the B movies are on Amazon Prime. I'm surprised this one isn't <laughs> for some reason. I love I love the B rated films on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. They especially the horror films on there. They're just it is just a buffet of terrible movies oh, yeah. but nothing compares to this <laughs> terrible movie and like i found myself hating you for just a second being like i'm watching this because of him now it is solely because of him and i blame you here's the thing you think this is bad y'all don't know bad until you've seen a neil breen film oh neil breen <laughs> is he bird pandemic movie. no he made no bird demic is bad but not as bad as a neil breen film i don't know what it is about neil breen he just be making movies that, at least this movie's plot even though it's told terribly it makes sense it's like it starts they're looking for this guy at the end they get the bad guy that's it neil breen makes movies that it's like the way it starts and what the setup is damn sure ain't how it ends <laughs> It has nothing to do with how it ends. You will just be trying to guess the entire movie the whole way through because it keeps changing into different films the entire time. Is he is he trying to be like M. Night Shyamalan where he's like, there's a twist? Oh, somewhat. Or is it just like... But it gets it gets bad. There, I'll ta- we'll talk sense. about it off camera because I'm not going to put you through that to actually watch it for a full review. <laughs> That's that's that is like being mean. This was like you know just just a prank. If anything, this is like watching oh, a Neil right. Breen movie is torture. <laughs> like if you're not well, into bad a, movies, so bad they're good movies. Horrible. This is a horrible prank. <laughs> it was terrible. Like the guy's face is also weird. I know this is just insulting the actor, and I apologize for that. But like. The man's face is weird. And there was also so many close-up shots of him making the weirdest ass expressions. Like for no reason. It's like, were you trying to look tough? Were you were you trying to show up like why is this why is that your face right now? Funny enough, he is uh he was once Sylvester Stallone's bodyguard. That was his job before this. Where he did this movie. He should have stayed that. <laughs> 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 all due respect it looks like he's only done four movies ever in his career I'm one Actually, got released last year apparently movies. was it samurai cop like three or something no it's called pact of vengeance yeah and he looks so old now i don't know why <laughs> dang y'all just slamming <laughs> He's got like, oh, he looks terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Jonathan, it so looks like his head was like they created the body and then they were like, oh, shit, we forgot to create a head. And they're like, go get the spare parts. Just find something and put it on. Damn. That's what it looks like. <laughs> that is that man's head. 
just roasted the shit out of his face. My goodness. I'm, I'm not that sorry. That's what it looks like to me. That's another, and then they did so many close-ups of his face, and I was like, it was almost as bad as staring at his actual ass. I know, he didn't do anything to deserve this, but it is what it is. Uh, I know we're supposed to be talking about the movie, but, you know, he's a big part of it. Jonathan. I, I mostly picked this movie. Though. It wasn't a prank on you, Alex. It was mostly a prank on Jonathan, because Jonathan, you are the most positive person on this podcast easily. And so I wanted to see if there was a movie that could break your positive spirit and, and finally make you give a movie an F legitimately. Not an F plus. Not a, well, and, you know, it's a, it's an F for some people, but was I- Was that Sharknado? Did I keep Sharknado there? I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, there's gotta be a movie that even Jonathan would be like, nah. Nah. Yeah. I don't even think this deserves a rating. I, <laughs> like, I, <laughs> because, because this was just, I was flabbergasted. Uh, I was surprised at multiple points. At, when it started, I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a, you know, a 90s movie. You know, typically things in the 90s, they weren't, you know, as technologically advanced as, as they are today. So I was just, mm-hmm. just expecting that. And, you know, maybe maybe like bad plot and bad, bad acting. But this was bad all around. It was just bad everywhere. <laughs> The, I can't get over like just the cuts, the music. <laughs> there was one point where it sounded like it s- switched tracks at one point, like in the middle, the middle of the scene. I had no exactly what you're talking about. That happened. I was like, what the hell? Like, all right, time to put in side B of the tape. <laughs> Let me make sure I get that in there. Like, we had to we have to move quickly. Well, not that quickly. We still have to like switch it over. Exactly. <laughs> make sure it didn't ruin the cassette. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, there were just so many things. You know what though? That, the poster is uh, very honest because all both of the two nude scenes are represented on the poster. You get like on the poster, you see Peggy with her top off, but they have like little stars where her nipples are. So you know, they <laughs> and then <laughs> then the other girl naked got little stars on her nipples too, just so that way they could cover their bases, let you know there's going to be nudity. Don't worry, there's going to be some naked women in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only thing. That was the only thing they could properly promise for this film. Because, again, it's called Samurai Cop. But he does no actual fighting. Anytime he's about ready to fight somebody physically, they get shot. Yeah, that's not he true. Pulls out a and gun. he fights the Asian guy. That's like a fist fight. And then he fights the guy at the end with fists. So there are two fights in the movie. And he fights like somebody else, too. He fights a couple guys and they try to jump him that one time. So there are, there are some fights in there. They're just not good. <laughs> This no, the jumping one—he's he, at the like, restaurant. Through, Remember, he he's like, at the restaurant. He's he trying like, to leave, and the four guys yeah. come and they and they try to jump him. Yeah, and then you see him go like this, clearly missing the guy's face, and the guy goes ah. <laughs> and, and he literally also, goes like this too. Kind of to wrap up my thoughts on it. This movie was too long. It felt too long, rather. It was an hour and thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. But, but it feels like honestly, two hours. It, it feels. It, it felt like I was watching uh for the length that i watched avatar 2 it just and that's end. the only comparison it'll get to avatar 2 because this it felt it was like, like it, barely, it was like only a little over an hour 
It was, an, really? it was like an hour and 30 minutes. Tubi made it longer because they had commercials in between. Yes. <laughs> yes. We would go from a love yeah. scene to a T-Mobile commercial. And I was so thrown off <laughs> because it felt like I was watching like regular TV. And I'm like, oh, dang. They they cussing. They felt like I was watching TBS. <laughs> <laughs> that actually started. One of the commercials startled me. I forgot what it was because it was like a part of the movie where the audio is really bad and really low. I was like, all right, they're, I don't know if, I don't remember what scene, but the audio was kind of low. And then all of a sudden you get this really loud commercial. It's like, hey, do you know what you're having for dinner tonight? I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I, you, I guys, still, you guys watched like, it on Tubi? I watched it on um, mm. on Pluto. Uh, I watched it on Tubi. The Pluto have commercials? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pluto has I've only watched too. like a couple of movies on Pluto, like really old ones, like like some like it hot. Is on Pluto. Mm. I really. So I've only watched like really older films, and I don't recall that. Just the scene a lot, like it's just like this is a respectable place where businessmen can conduct business and stuff. Like it, like you know. And I'm telling these sons of bitches, I'm just like, dude, stop. <laughs> and you can see him darting over, looking at the cue cards, like you're not, you're not gonna say cut, huh? All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going then. You're not going to say cut? We're businessmen uh, doing business at a business place. I just like the... Uh, with the restaurant scene, I the funny thing about the restaurant scene, because that just reminded me of it, because they were having that type of dialogue, and you're right, you can see kind of the shifty eyes for some of them, um, was that you can clearly tell it's like nine in, a, in the morning, and they're like at a Chili's or something. <laughs> Like the restaurant owner's like a friend and being like, you can use a booth because but all of them also it. sitting on like one side. <laughs> you can use this one corner. You have to be out in an hour because we have to open up the restaurant, <laughs> but you can use it. Just stay in this. Per- and all of them, all of them were sitting on one side. So because the, they could, I'm guessing they didn't have multiple camera angles. So like all of them are squished together on one side of the booth. And it's like, this would be really weird if this was like a real gang. Y'all are sitting super close together. <laughs> then again, they did just, you know, call that one guy, you know, his gift. So like maybe something else was going yeah, on. Yeah, who knows? Mm. Nobody knows about what's going on with the Katana gang. But that was another scene where he's like, what does the Katana mean? It means Japanese sword. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's his uh, expert Japanese. Yeah, that's him really using his like. Japanese skills because he speaks fluent Japanese. <laughs> Didn't they also mention another sword? No. Yeah. Uh, at least I they mentioned something so. else where he's like, "Oh, it means this," and I was like, "Is this? Is this? Oh, no. I feel like this is all the Japanese, you know?" I think we lost Alex. Samurai I think- cop has killed Alex's internet. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> this thing is itching the back of my neck. <laughs> it is. But it's keeping it warm. No, that's true. It's keeping it warm. I should just take it off and then Alex comes back and she's like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) And then plot twist, I'm wearing it. (laughs) There we go. This thing drives me crazy. I don't know. I don't know if it's... I think it's like Zoom that keeps kicking me out. Maybe. I don't think it's the internet. I think Zoom, it's just... I gotta figure out something is going on with Zoom. Maybe time to change. I never have this problem. 
meeting rooms. Maybe. Skype's still there. Can always still use Skype. I don't know. Uh, Poor Skype. <laughs> I feel bad for I know, Skype. Skype. Or, um, or, or StreamYard. StreamYard is... Or StreamYard. We've like used StreamYard kind of before. Yeah, we for do. For Wonder Woman. Uh, the Wonder Woman review, we used StreamYard. But that was... I think that was just with, like, the free trial or whatever. Yeah, we'd have to pay for I'm it. I'm gonna... Look I mean, we're already... All of us Zoom. are already paying for Zoom, though, so... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, but, like, I might look at it... Because Zoom... I, they keep updating it, and I think that's what's slowing you down and causing this issue. Because mm. all my apps, everything is closed... And the only time I'm having internet problems is when I have Zoom open. Hmm. I think StreamYard is more built for, like, well, streaming and, like, this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about uh, it later. I'll, I'm going to yeah. cut all this out. So yeah, we're fine. technically <laughs> in the middle. Of the, we're in the middle of that. This will be cut do, out, but, like, we're technically in the middle. Do you want to give your, your thoughts on your rating if you have one, Alex? Well, my thoughts, I think I've made those perfectly clear. Um, I do not have a rating for this movie. I could not bring myself to rate this movie. It's, I don't know what I watched. It made me hate Jerome a little bit. And like, just, it was all around just bad. And I was just like, oh God. It's one of those movies you get secondhand embarrassment from. When, especially during those fight scenes, because they they like never even got close yeah, to each other. All, the, like, it's like watching kids play in the yard. <laughs> like, eh, I got you. Eh, eh. Like, kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like all the background actors where they tell tell them like in Star Trek when they're like, "Hey, do something in just the background," and you literally see a guy against the wall doing this. Or you know, there's like nothing from you, him. Those videos where you see people close up on some of the extras. Or even sometimes the main cast yeah, in a TV show or movie, oh, and they're and they're like, and they're putting, and they're putting like food in their mouth, and they're not eating anything. <laughs> yeah. Or like, there's a whole thing about Orlando Bloom in Lord of the Rings, where some where like other characters are talking, and he's just making these weird faces, like really pencil. Like, <laughs> that's what it felt like. This movie was nothing but the background characters and the characters that should not have been on screen. But they were the main focal point. <laughs> um, just, I'm not giving this one a grade. It doesn't deserve a grade. And i that's what I say. Oh, no. This movie gets an A+. What about you guys? For how much of an F it is. Shut it's terrible. <laughs> like, it's terrible, but it's great. It's great because it's terrible. It's an oxymoron existing in this world. And I love it. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever watch it like you know, on my free time very often. But I did have fun. Watching as of someone who studied filmmaking and hopes to never make a movie this bad, <laughs> uh, I, I, have I have faith that you will not ever make a movie this bad. <laughs> I just I love I I love seeing movies like this because it's like well on one hand you know we can make fun of it and stuff like that I gotta res- I do respect the you know the the creative spirit of people. To just be like, it's why I, I, even if I don't like the sequels to Sharknado, I still respect Sharknado, the first movie, because that movie is in the same boat, along with other stuff like Birdemic, like The Room, whatever, where it's like, I respect the creative spirit of somebody who's like, I want to make a film and they just do it. Maybe it doesn't come out as good as they pictured it in their head when they made that, that dictation. But, but like, at least okay, they, I, I get made, what you're saying you know with I mean? like, <laughs> I get what you're saying and like. I can I can say I 
I can respect that you want this pro- but also this was clearly not planned out well. <laughs> You didn't think about where you were doing the scene ahead of time. Yeah, you didn't a, scout locations. You didn't like. Yeah, a, yeah. I, I can, I can see that. There's a difference between a movie that people think is bad because maybe the plot. They don't like the plot. They don't like the casting. They don't like, you know, what the the specific choices that the director made. And then there's bad because you're just being negligent and trying to cut corners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wise. Where it's <laughs> like. That's what all you, so bad. You went into that Chili's an hour before it opened <laughs> to film that one scene <laughs> and didn't think like you have to be out. And it's like, all right, we're going to do this real. He's confronting the gang in this big restaurant scene. But let's have everybody against the wall. We have to be out in an hour. So really quick, everybody kind of talk really fast and let's go. Let's go. That's what all And then so have this bad. weird They're good scene with are, the host. Fateful Findings, Birdemic. The room, even the room to a degree, at least the room had some type of budget, but the rest of them, it's like all of them are made this way. They're all a bunch of movies of people who clearly don't know how to make a movie, but they're like, dang it, I'll make it anyway. <laughs> and they still just try and do it. so much. What? I'm probably going to watch it. I said, you have mentioned Birdemic so much. Birdemic's awful. That I'm probably going to watch it, and I'm going to hate you again. <laughs> That's <laughs> on you. You have to watch Birdemic. <laughs> you keep repeating it. It's in my head. The hate will be there. Jonathan, what about you? Or wait, you I, gave it an A. I, I, I was like, gave my, my full thoughts. Uh, you didn't give it a rating. I made sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't give it a rating either. I, I made sure that I was being productive with my time while I watched this. So I watched this while I was washing dishes, while I was brushing my teeth, while I was doing that kind of stuff, because I did not want my hour and 30 minutes to Wasted. be in vain. Yes. I I was working on, like, I'm, I'm currently trying to write a book, and I, I finally was like, all right, I'm going to sit down at the computer and, like, watch it. Hopefully I don't get too distracted from the... From what, you know, my pro ticket, my work. And I'm like, no, I didn't get distracted at all. <laughs> Other than when I heard the people scream, ah, <laughs> in these like where you're trying, you're supposedly getting punched out <laughs> and you scream one single scream. Okay. That's normal. I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's our oh, no, Samurai Cop. Cop. Yeah, but I had I had fun. All in all, I had fun. I I have fun I, watching. I guess this that's movie. all that matters. Yeah, I have fun watching these movies. Uh, I live for them. Uh, love me some Birdemic. Love me some The Room. Neil Breen is the best. His his movies are are a whole other level of bad. So those like I I live for these type of so bad they're good movies. Um, I get it because I do it with horror films. So like. <laughs> I'm I'm that way with horror films where they're just like god awful and they're like I was like who did this who thought this was a great idea and I love those f- horror films like that but I guess when it comes to like other films like action films I hate it <laughs> I hate it so much I'm like this is a waste of my time but I've lost minutes yeah that's true you've lost a whole hour and a half of your life actually a little bit longer because with the commercials it's probably at least been like an hour and 50 uh-huh. <laughs> Stupid Tide commercials. <laughs> so it was T-Mobile for me. Like, anyway, sorry. Tell us what you thought, audience. Have you seen Samurai Cop? Did you like it? Did you hate it? If you haven't seen it, now that you've heard our descriptions, are you intrigued? Because there's no video. We didn't pr- provide any pictures or visuals, so you still don't really know what we're talking about. So you're gonna go hunt it down 
and see if it's as bad as we say? Comment below, tell us. Or email us at for the first ones to die at gmail.com. Tell us your thoughts on Samurai Cop. Yes. <sighs> Socials! <laughs> <laughs> Jerome, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at not Jerome Ratch, um on Instagram as well as at RoboZooMedia and at Jerome underscore the underscore show to see other stuff I'm working on. And uh, also, if you want to get fantastic extra content that you can't get on the audio streams for the First Ones to Die podcast here, come check out the First Ones to Die YouTube channel. We have all types of extra content up there like gaming videos, mini reviews, vlogs, uh, book reviews and filmed versions of all of our podcast episodes so you can catch up there and see all of our gorgeous faces and the curves and uh you know <laughs> uh also be on the lookout for if we just thinking what's up okay i was Sorry. i was gonna say just be on the lookout for no. when we stream on twitch but you know we're not doing it anytime soon so whatever but you know be on the lookout for social media <laughs> for next time we do that i was gonna say abs Due to the my internet connection or whatever's going on with my computer, the quality of this film will have the same quality as Samurai Cop. It's very glitchy. <laughs> the I'm pretty sure I'm gonna do my best, but the words are not always gonna fit the person. So I mean, it's actually fitting. <laughs> What's going on right? Fitting. It's fitting. And I don't know if I want to give my social media and be tied to this film in any way, but I suppose. Uh, if you're looking to defend Samurai Cop, you're welcome to try me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok, or you can come try to defend it or let me know why it's as bad as I think it is uh, on the podcast TikTok, uh, the first one to die where I post little clips, as well as things we may be doing in the future as kind of an update and just random videos of me being bored. But what about you, Jonathan? Where are we finding you? Somebody commented. Someone commented on your TikTok and said they love this movie. Yeah, they did. I was I yeah. I don't I don't want to think about this movie ever again. We genuinely don't. <laughs> what about um, you, You can follow me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Yeah, it is fitting that we had these issues. It's during <laughs> during a uh, Samurai Cop, our Samurai Cop episode. It's very true. true. Uh, we'll see y'all next week for, for our 100th episode. Woo! Very momentous occasion. We are very excited. 100th episode. And we hope you will join. Still only 20 subscribers on YouTube. Be fun. You know what that tells me? Y'all need to subscribe. So if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And also follow us on all the social media, like we said already, the first one to die. So do that. <laughs> exactly. All right. We'll see y'all in the next one. Take care and bye-bye. Bye. Bye.